It is The Brink coming to you for another special episode that we decide to do when we feel the need to do with it. And I'm very excited right now that I'm actually sitting next to a gentleman who I don't think has been on this show much. I think might have been on for the Grand Prix maybe. We did do a few segments back then, but other than that, it's been quite some time. Former co-host of this show and Sergeant Porcupine's best friend. It's Samuel McCrossan. Samuel, welcome back. Oh, thank you, Ben. It's been a while since I've been on, and thank you for calling me a gentleman. I try my best to be a gentleman. You do. You're an esteemed gentleman, Sam. And, I mean, I've spent the day with you today shopping in places like David Jones and Meyer. So that, to me, makes you a, a real refined gentleman looking at Hugo Boss and, and Ralph Lauren and, and Tommy Hilfiger and those likes. Which Are you, are you wearing any fashionable brands today? Uh, look, I've got, well, I've got a Kenji sweater on, Kenji jumper. Uh, black trousers. Fancy. I don't even know who some of those are. That's how fancy they must be. Yes, I've got Nike shoes on, that, which I've de-branded. I've taken the logos off them because Nike's woke. And I don't like woke companies, so I, del- I cancelled them. Okay, good to know. Um, I won't get you to watch that new movie, Air, that came out earlier this year then. Um, you're in Sydney right now. Uh, why, why are you in Sydney? Uh, so I'm in Sydney because... We're going. I'm going on a cruise with my father, uh, and it's it's a special deal that he's put together for us. So 500 bucks, 10 night cruise, and we get 500 dollars to spend on board, and um, we're making four stops, ten across ten nights. Did I say ten nights. I think I did. You did say ten nights, correct? Sorry, apologies for the repetition. So we're going from Sydney to Cairns. Uh, we're going to Port Douglas. We're going to Airlie Beach, and we're Going to Morton Island. And you've never been to these places before, have you? None. Never been. And what are you most looking forward to? Some sun and, and sand and, and little Nemo fish or just spending 10 nights on a boat surrounded by hundreds of people? I'm, lo- I'm, looking, forward, I'm looking forward to the food. Is the food good on a cruise? Like, is, and do, you get to, like, do you have to pay for that every night or is that included in your ticket? That's all. It's all included. Wow. Yeah, five hundred bucks. You're on the ship. That's it. Yeah, they give you your bed, the food, entertainment. Everything's there. So it's going. So, so if you get five hundred dollars to spend on the boat, what are you spending that on if everything's included? I've got to buy some jewellery. Oh, for the for the missus for Jess. Yes, and booze. So, so you got to pay for alcohol, but everything else is included. Like as in, like if you go to a restaurant and you get your mm. steak and your chips, you can get a coke, you can get a sprite. But if you want a beer, you've got to pay for the beer. That's right. You've got to pay for your alcohol. But that comes out of the 500 too. So Pretty that, good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah, it sounds too good to be true. But How many restaurants? Like, do you, is there much to choose from? Oh, I, th- I think there's a few different restaurants. I think there's a, there's a yeah, they've got like pizza joint and, you know, um, I think buffets and all that oh. sort of stuff and ice cream, ice cream, really, that sort of thing. Um, they've got a sports bar on board. They've got a, a restaurant where you go for dinner each night which is like a proper restaurant and they bring you three courses and all this sort of stuff and you pick what you want off the menu. Uh, but I think there's also another restaurant, fancier restaurant you can go to on board that you have to pay for. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be... It, it's all it's all in excess, that's for sure, going on a cruise. You've done, but you've cruised... Because I've, I've never been on a cruise, so these are all these things that, like, it's... I don't know how appealing it is. Like, I see the appeal of it on one side, but on the other side, like, I'm not the biggest boat person... I would big fear of mine is being stuck in the open ocean in very rough seas, so I wouldn't like that. So that's a big risk. But 
it sounds like it's it can be fun if you're into that sort of thing. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll take my you know uh, books and videos on board, and I'll just chill out, man. What what in, like entertainment? Like do they have like shows? You can go to like I don't know a, an opera, a, a dance show. Do they have cinemas? Like I mean, like what can you do? I, I'm sure there's swimming pools and things like that. Yeah, there's swimming pools and water slides, and there's there's an outdoor cinema. Yeah. Uh, there is there's a theatre. So you can go and watch shows, and they have um, competitions like um, quizzes and things like that, where if you win, you get a medal. Oh. So I've got a medal from the last crew. What did, you, what did you win? I won something at the theatre. I can't remember what it was. You get up on stage and sing? Or, oh, that woman today? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, went on, I went on stage for some reason. I can't remember why, but I've got a medal at home with a Carnival cruise ship on it. I thoroughly deserve Can we just talk about today? So... I'm thoroughly enthralled by your cruise ship stories, by the way. I don't mean to train, change the story, but mm. you and I did a tour of the Sydney Opera House today, which was very interesting. And we were in the main hall, right? And the guy's giving the tour, fantastic. And this one guy at the end is like, any questions? And he's like, yes, hello. My auntie over there is a world-renowned singer. Can she sing a song here in the Opera House? And the guy was like, oh, absolutely. We, fantastic. Give us a go. Woman literally just goes, da-da-da-da-da. And everyone clapped up. That was the most anticlimactic thing I think I've ever seen since Barbie. Yeah, well, maybe maybe she felt a bit embarrassed, though. You know, if she's used to crowds and she's a world class singer, Sam, she should be well, ready for that. Okay, no, good call. I'll, I'll stop that train of thought. Uh, but that um, that well, I don't know. I wonder who she was. I wonder who she was. I mean, look, not to generalise their appearance, but they were of a subcontinent appearance, so maybe India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, a place in that vicinity. So maybe she was a renowned Sri Lankan, Bangladeshi, Nepalese singer. I don't know. Maybe she is. Like, I'm sure, like, if let's be honest, if, if you were on a cruise in the Caribbean and Jimmy Barnes was with you and they did a tour of the Royal Jamaican Concert Hall and you were like, oh, this is my, my good mate, Jimmy Barnes. He's a good singer. No one in Jamaica knows who Jimmy Barnes is. So, I mean, maybe she is like Jam- uh, India's, Pakistan's. I don't want to generalise, Sam, but she was some, the vicinity of the subcontinent version of Jimmy Barnes. Well, perhaps, Ben. And you know what that reminds me of? Because I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching Mission Impossible. Um, and I was thinking about the story about you told me about Tom Cruise it would go and catch catch public transport in certain mm. places and hide himself under a hat and he got a real kick out of that. So maybe maybe it was like that for her. Which it's, I mean, if people don't know that story, like uh, I, Tom Cruise was, on, I think, on Graham Norton on one of these shows and he told a story he was filming in London and he just wanted to blend in and kind of, you know, just be like a normal person. So he caught the tube and he kind of wears a bit of a baseball cap and like a bit of sunglasses and just sits on the train and this one girl was just staring at him and he could tell that she obviously knew who he was. And he kind of just like looked up and kind of gently like nodded and put his you know finger to his lips and was like, shh. So she just kind of sneakily got a phone out, took a photo and then put it in a pocket and nodded at him and just kept on, kept on. Because like, let's be honest, like there would be moments in life where you were maybe around like, 
The, the big rumour, if I remember in the 90s, you ever remember that rumour that Michael Jackson, when he was touring here, allegedly came to Hobart for a day and was seen walking through the Elizabeth Mall? Mm. But because it's Hobart, no one's going to assume Michael Jackson is there. Mm. Nobody's like, oh my God, it's Michael Jackson. They were like, was that Michael Jackson? And then just kind of went on with their day. Because if I was super famous, I would totally do that. I'd push the boundaries because you're not going to think Tom Cruise is going to catch the tube. Mm. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? It Can would be so that? much fun. Yeah, can you imagine doing that? You, you know, you're a world-famous movie star or something, and you, know, you jump on a public bus in some unknown city and no one could believe that it's possibly you, so they pay no attention to you. That'd well, be amazing. Michael Schumacher flew down to the Huon Valley one time and had like lunch when he was there for the Grand Prix because my auntie w- worked at Tassale, and his, her work colleague was at this like vineyard at like, Huonville or something like that for lunch, and this helicopter lands... Mm-hmm. Out pops out Michael Schumacher. I remember my auntie telling me this story. I'm like, you're bullshitting me. She sent me a photo that this guy took with Michael Schumacher. So Michael Schumacher went to Tasmania for like a couple hours on a helicopter from Melbourne. Or like maybe he just got, I don't know if you can get a helicopter from Melbourne. I'm not a, a, a plane person. But somehow he got a helicopter to get to that part. Mm. Had lunch and then bugged off. So that's the thing. Like if you've got that ability. Katy Perry came to Hobart for like a day when she toured because... The Mercury were like, oh, Katy Perry's in town. She was photographed underneath the Mercury building in the bar that's where, like, in Salamanca. And, you know, it, it happens. Like, it, it happens. So why wouldn't you try it out? That's amazing. So what year did Schumacher come to Tassie? It would have been, um, like, 2006, like, the last couple of years of Ferrari. Um, it was, yeah, it would have been, like, 2005, 2006. I, like, I could find that email. I would still have that email my auntie sent me that he, like, just... he came down for like the day or something like that. Natalie Portman apparently was in Tasmania a year or two ago when I was there because she was filming in Sydney and the big whispers were she was being spotted in Tasmania. So of course, me, I'm like, where is she? Where is she? (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you try it? That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Where would you go, Ben, if you if you were in that city? You're Michael Schumacher. I I just, I would, I would kind of like play a game with it. You would just like almost play like, where can I go and how long will it take me to get spotted? Because mm. like, mm. I mean, if you're in like, you know, maybe Michael Schumacher is a good example. If you if you if you're Justin Bieber, you're Tom Cruise, you're Brad Pitt, like you people who are that instantly recognisable. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like if you're in LA, you're in New York, you kind of expect to see these people, right? Mm. If you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and he comes to Melbourne or Sydney, and you you just literally say to your publicist like. I want to go somewhere. Where's somebody we can go just where you're not expecting it? Mm. And it's like, well, Hobart. No one's going to expect Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, seriously, like, you know, yeah. you would you yeah. would just, you'd fly in for the day because it would literally be that thing of y- you would not expect in Hobart somebody of that calibre to be there, right? Like, it's just, it would you would blink and you miss and go, really? Like, it just it would be, it would be crazy. I don't know, you test it. You just have fun with it. Even if you were in New York... Like Keanu Reeves famously catches the subway. Like he, you always spot Keanu. There was a there's a viral video of Keanu Reeves just sitting there. He gets up, offers his seat to like a person because the subway's full, and he's just there and he's just like <clears throat> street clothes and just a normal human being. You know, some of then a lot of these people you think they're going to drive around in a limo. I mean, would you if you Sam? If we if, ten years ago when we were on the brink and we were still in air and we became you know the next Hamish and Andy, you, you're yeah, back to the beginning of this show. You're a gentleman. You're very down-to-earth guy, I don't think you'd let it go to your head. I think you'd just live out in your house in the suburbs of Hobart and <laughs> drive around in your whatever you got now. I don't know. I've been in the car of yours in a while. So, like, I mean, you'd just be a standard man, wouldn't you? 
Well, I'd like to think so, Ben. Wearing your Hugo bosses and your whatever you're wearing right now? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, I, well, I'd like to think I'd still be a... Well, I don't know if I'm a good bloke now, but I'd like to think I'd be a good bloke. But we need to get Jess back on the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but incidentally, you asked about my car. I'm rocking a red Mazda 3 now. Yeah. The red? I like that. I think it's 2008, 2009 model. Something okay. Like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it goes all right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, Sam, this is fun. We might get you on for another segment in a moment. Um, the Sarge, any updates? Can we get the Sarge? Or is Sarge gone? Like, I mean, it's been probably a good five years since we've had the Sarge on this show. He, well, yeah. He, he might. He might be dead. I don't know. I could try him. It's been a while. Why don't you make a phone call or two and perhaps we can come back and we can see how confident are you that maybe we can get him? Let, well, let's just try. Let's just try. I'll get the old mobile out and we'll see if we can track him down. All right. Stay tuned, Brinkers. Stay tuned. It is the episode of just getting random people in my house. I go a year without not having anybody here and then people visit me. And I found someone from the great city of Snug who has managed to fly up to the lesser city of Sydney, let's be honest. If you ranked your cities beginning with S, you'd have <laughs> Seoul, Santiago, Saigon, Saigon, South Dakota, State, but whatever, uh, so, Snug, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, it's a province, but that counts, and then Sydney. But that joke kind of failed. Uh, it's Noah Gro- <laughs> I don't. I don't have a... What do I have for a sound effect for Noah? Um, this will do. Yeah, it's Noah! <laughs> <laughs> this feels very me. Wasn't this the Benny and Posh show thing? <laughs> this feels very me. This is what goes in my head when I walk down the street. <laughs> you just try to work out. Uh, hello, Noah. Hello. There you are. Yeah, there's a lot of people in your house, right? Now. I know. I just, uh, just having the, the gangbangs and everything. Um, welcome to Sydney. How are you feeling? Uh, I've... Been much worse than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Common review at Ben's house. Uh, much worse. Fun to have a sleepover. It, we were literally are having a sleep. You haven't slept over at my house since <laughs> the days of uh, Springfield Avenue. No, you've downsized. I have. Well, but lots of things have you've downsized. You've moved to a bigger city. It, it's it's a nice city, area. A big, yeah. I, you know, a bit, better Size city. doesn't matter. We can like go look at the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. What, we looked at Moona. Dead bodies. Chinese restaurants. Chinese restaurants. You had Uber Eats. We didn't have Uber Eats back in 2015. Oh, it's all go here. Ben's house. What would you rather? Uber Eats or Bilderberger? Remember our Bilderberger? They were pretty good days at McDonald's Bilderberger, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I don't eat McDonald's anymore, oh, though. Miss McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. But uh, we a couple of months ago, I think we had you back on and you were talking about coming back to Australia and Snug and Hobart and everything. It's been a couple of months. You've still been in Snug. <laughs> um, has anything happened since? Uh Anything happen uh, in Snug? I think I saw someone once. Oh, good. But Who I'm not quite sure if it was anyone. Was it the local Rob guy or something like that? Or so I saw a, a roadkill. Oh, yeah. Just the one? Day. Two. Two. What was it? Possum, a kangaroo? Uh, or? Possum and a wallaby. I know. That's a bit sad. So uh, that's been exciting. I've started the Instagram, roadkill of Snug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't, but uh, that sounds like a good idea, actually. <laughs> Roadkill of Snug. I reckon you could go viral with that. You could become an influencer. Yeah, you know? I mean, I've seen my share of Roadkill. Well, we, we saw today <laughs> books of, um, was it um, Smirshpod, 400 followers <laughs> on Facebook. I mean, why not? Because Instagram of Los Angeles, you, you know? You know, I've been back in Snug after... 
five, six years around the world <laughs> when I'm just casually dropping roadkill in the conversation like it's nothing. I, I want you to tell. I want you to tell a story about uh, Ben Waterworth's hospitality. Now, um, I've got a couch and I'm whacked your microphone. Uh, I've got a couch next to me which folds out into a sofa. Now, tell tell our listener what happened last night when I tested because you said you hadn't had a good laugh in a while and uh, apparently I made you laugh too much last night. Ben Waterworth's hospitality goes so well that he's willing to injure himself to entertain <laughs> uh, and it worked i was thoroughly entertained uh trying out his sofa bed uh sofa couch bed thing for the <laughs> first time and uh good old benny doesn't really know how to quite uh stand the sofa couch bed thing up <laughs> I didn't quite realize well. it had legs like and on the other side as he tried to warn me about said couch <laughs> uh, he did a big old tumble into the wall with a exaggerated uh, sound effect it, like the whole Something to the extent of whoa the whole thing like fell on its side <laughs> bang into the wall at midnight we're literally just like i'm laying there you're like pissing yourself <laughs> laughing and then basically like after 20 minutes of just laughter i fix it he goes to sleep i close my bedroom door because i don't want him to like come in in my bedroom in the middle of the night and just like hello surprise uh, and all of a sudden I just hear this ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's good and uh, that's good entertaining of guests because for yeah. about an hour I couldn't sleep he it was, was born just... shitless at my house until we did that's how fuck why am I here I could be looking at roadkill right now we had a vodka martini last night you know very well entertained yeah, it wasn't bad. Do we, yeah. would, do we? Is it appropriate to have vodka martinis at eight in the morning tomorrow while we're recording with Colin? <laughs> think? Um, uh, when have you ever done anything appropriate? No, um, it's a couple hours before and, I start work. Although so. last time drunk on the podcast, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. I yelled at you guys. Basically, listen to Double Oz Seven. By the way, it's a it's a fun podcast. Um, but I, I think the interesting thing, like you and I, have had lots of conversations about our beloved Hobart and everything along those lines and being there. And I was there a couple of weeks ago and we had a couple of drinks at a bar that closed at eight. That was great. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's interesting when you, I guess you've been to these big cities overseas and we were talking about this in Sydney today about the vibe because you are in the biggest city in Australia right now, but it's still got a different vibe to like big cities globally, right? Like Sydney's a global city. It's the, the city that Australian has Australia on the map, but like, You've been to Seoul, you've been to London, you've been to Paris. Like, I mean... Isn't there a song to this? You've been to Seoul. I've been to, oh. <laughs> I've been to Rio and London. Was that Peter Allen? I haven't been to Rio. Yeah, but like, how do you like... I mean, I don't know what my question is here, Noah, but the point is, it's like, how does it compare like to other global cities now that you've experiencing Sydney for the first time in a while? Um, yeah, it's not my first time in Sydney, but it's my first time probably as an adult, um, if you can call me that. Uh, look it on the outside, don't look it in the inside. Um, Damn, there goes that plan. <laughs> but, yeah, I've come from even my city, Daegu in Korea. It's the fourth biggest city in Korea. It still feels bigger in just uh, scope in terms of being built up and just being alive. Um, so it's it's a very different uh, thing. And I think a, pe- a lot of people probably appreciate that it's different like that. Um but it is interesting to come to the biggest city in Australia and it still doesn't, still almost has like a small town feel in a way. And I guess that's the charm, but it's definitely not the sort of bustle of Asian cities where I've spent my last five or six years. And they both have their pros and cons. Do, does Daegu have... Daegu. Da, da, how do you say it? Daegu. Daegu, sorry. Does Daegu have like 
landmarks. Like if I go to Daegu, what's like the Sydney Opera House of Daegu? Uh, there is a Daegu Opera House. Oh. Um, it's not really known as a tourist city, which is why I loved living there because I, I would go about my day and I know Goo. if I saw any other foreigners that thank you Ben they're living there they're not visiting like and then I visit Seoul and I'm like well are they living here or are they tourists uh, so they're actually I always say Daegu is a great place to live but it's not really a great place to visit uh, well, what would I do like what would I do in Daegu well when I've had people over it's it's mainly showing them me uh, I have uh, <laughs> feel, I want the people to feel sorry for me. No, I just give me. I, they I got, do already. Pam broke up with me today. <laughs> right? I'm do. very sad. <laughs> they feel sorry. Um, they listening to the brink. Yeah, they do. I would show them restaurants, bars, just hidden little streets to wander around. Lots of sort of quirky shopping and stuff like that. But there's no like this is Daegu's landmark, and I, I kind of like that for a city to live in. How many? How many people? Live in Daegu. I think around 3 million. Oh, geez, that's all right. Oh, well, now it's 200, 900. 2, million? 2 million, 999. Oh, because oh, I've you... left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm on this side. Like, I want to press all the buttons. Um, do you miss it? Yes. Would you live in Daegu again? Uh, probably not. But what are the no. other? So Seoul would be the biggest. Yeah. What's two and three? Busan. Oh, yep. And Incheon, where Incheon. the airport is. There's only one airport in Korea. No, that's where the Incheon <laughs> airport is. Oh, right. The big airport. There's an awkward silence here. Like, that's where the airport is in Korea. The, the main one. big deal airport. Which, um, again, I, I know geography, but I don't know my cities in Korea. Which of those four cities is closer to North Korea? Seoul. Seoul. <laughs> Seoul. Well, I guess Incheon is like adjacent to Seoul. Can, is it like tourism to go to the DMZ? Like, can you look yeah. at it? Really? I'd go it's there. It's a big thing. Uh I'd love to I, do that. I know people who did. I just didn't have time. Um, and then there was that American soldier who was on the tour and he <laughs> defected during the tour. <laughs> you know, I'm bored. I might defect today. I'd actually like, in all seriousness, I'd love to go to North Korea. Like I just, mm. it'd be fascinating, you know? It's not for me. To go to a place like um, that and just see it. I, well, we're not going to get into an argument, but no, I disagree it. with people who travel to North Korea. I disagree Korea. with people who travel. <laughs> Don't leave, Snug. <laughs> stay if anyone Snug. from Snug is listening, stay. Do I remember back we used to talk about the is it the Korean grocer in Snug? Yeah. Does what? that guy still No. Oh. That's sad. They've left. What happened? Where'd they go? Don't know. Oh, Maybe back to Korea. Who runs it now? Oh. No, I won't say John. <laughs> I won't say what I was gonna say. <laughs> say it. Say it. Say uh, it. Say so it. it's gone a bit. Uh Bogan? Well, so someone in a review, because I looked up the reviews, oh. called him an orc. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a thing? What's it, what's it called? The snug grocery snug, store? Gr- yeah, snug shop. I snug, think it's just called the snug shop. Snug shop. Uh, the snug bar, as snug as a bug. Uh, I guess we're, we're, we're in, uh, you know, Sydney, I guess, Tasmania. <laughs> snug store. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. Okay. This is what we used to do back in the day when we... Oh, 4.2. All right, let's read the review, shall we? This is a new segment. 4.2. Uh, so we've got... Oh, a... I've been loving reading the reviews for places around Snug. So Snug Reviews, this one is from... I'm going to name a shame. Emon Gallagher. Thank you, Emon. Uh, easily some of the best fish and calamari I've had in Tassie. And that's saying something because I've tested a lot. Big calamari fan. $10 and five squid rings and five oh. flathead fillets. It's all cooked fresh. 
The burgers oh, is great. a good deal, actually. Oh, okay. Five Let's flathead fillets. Go the one star. How do we just click on... We can't click on one star? Um, I don't know. This is this is great podcast. Oh, lots of five stars. Nice and clean. Good choice of takeaway food from Craig Eady. Four stars. There's a one star. Oh, we go. Daniel Mansa. This is the orc one. When the Koreans owned this shop, it was wonderful. Unfortunately, some <laughs> arrogant orc from Queensland <laughs> is running the shop. I'm a word. The service. <laughs> Thanks for admitting that, Daniel. Welcome to Word Life. Word, man. Uh, the service stinks. So disappointed. What was once a great local shop is now just another interstate corporate nightmare with zero regard for locals. Only gave one star as I couldn't give a zero or Ooh. minus five score. Well, he's had two reviews, Daniel Manser. What else has he reviewed, old Daniel Manser? Uh, Baxter's IGA Snug. Oh, that's across the road. They just moved in a few years. Oh, no. He reviewed Ozmaker Supplies. Great service, great products at a very reasonable price. Thanks, Tim. I'm sure my measly purchases won't entirely pay off your mortgage, but I'm definitely a repeat customer. Dan. Oh, I like a bit of humour in a review. Yeah. Roger Wiggins. One star. Oh, Roger. The flake is actually horrible. (laughs) It's out of a box. It's been cut with a shoe profile cutter and battered. Doesn't look or taste like flake. Stop selling this rubbish. You're in a tourist area. If I could give no stars, I would. <laughs> wait, wait. So I can give a one star, 10 slash 100. Uh, Roger, you're in a tourist area? Tony Harrison, one star. Greasy, cold, undercooked chips and smelly flake goes straight to the bin. Oh, Dreadful, guys. Is this really the best you can do? People hate the flake. Oh, Ballistic Monkey, three stars. It's decent enough. Definitely wouldn't go there every day. Towards the end of the day, the food tends to get worse, indicating it's been sitting all day. Well, that's every takeaway store. Uh, what's this? Noah Groves. Uh, can, can, can you just, like, review a town? Well, like, I'm wondering, are there any reviews for the Snug Primary School that I went to? Oh, yeah. Uh, wouldn't kidnap children. Too ugly. Uh, Snug Primary School. Um... You can't... Oh, five Google reviews of Snug Primary School. <laughs> Shrek Slave! <laughs> Did you write this? <laughs> Amazing school I used to go. My name's Jake Farr. You might remember me. <laughs> five stars. Oh, five stars from 59 Shrek Slave. reviews, oh, one photo. Re- Shrek Slave has a lot of reviews. All right. Mar- Marucci Squash Courts. Marucci Door. <laughs> How many reviews? Uh, oh, he's a generous Cra- Jack. Crafty Copy. I didn't visit this place. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. <laughs> well, it's very positive, Shrek the Slave. Sombrero Cool and Gatter. Burrito, but some chairs aren't good. <laughs> Thank you for leaving a review. We'll be sure to pass on your long comments to the team. Sombrero oh. Cool and Gatter. Shrek Slave's my new... This oh, is he's, all he's travelled. Week's, weekly segment of Shrek Slave. He went to Wagga Wagga IGA. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Didn't write anything yeah, about it. He's traveled. He's gone far, Jake, from primary schools. Legacy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on the Gold Coast. Friendly and clean with helpful and experienced coaches. He just doesn't write reviews. He just writes five stars. Life-changing. <laughs> Life-changing. Freedom fuels. <laughs> Came out the pines. Ugh. Dunno. Top noodle. Dunno. Five stars. Dunno. <laughs> Some seats a bit dirty, but nice big screens at event cinemas. Oh, great for the great kids. Great for the kids. Uh, don't think I went here, but cool name though, a Penny Whistlers. <laughs> Thank you, Shrek. <laughs> oh, Shrek Slay, the new weekly segment oh, on the brink. Piece it. Oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Pretty bad. Oh. Not a fan. Old mate was nice at different McDonald's. <laughs> He's very positive, Shrek Slay. Oh, JVI by Rabina Home Superstore. 
Oh, where's Phil May Gravette? Left one star, one, one. no words. And then, oh, where's Phil May Gravette? Replied. Oh. oh, popcorn was too much at Warner Brothers Movie World. Oh, this is the kind of education that Snug Primary School gets to. You could be a. I could. A reviewer who travels around the world. Like so, Shrek so Slate. I've always wanted to be like a reviewer, but I also don't want to be a Karen. Like, because I'd be honest. I'd be more more of a Jake than a Snug Karen. Snug Primary School. So you have only Shrek Slate is the only one who's written something. Callan gave it a two out of Ooh. five. Jade Harvey a five out of five. Jenna Seela, five out of five. And Spike and the Phone, five out of five. Good what, reviews. What did, uh, what did my primary school get? Old Glenorchy Primary. <laughs> we want to know. Home of Ben Waterworth. <laughs> avoid. Um, you know, Glenorchy in, in New Zealand is like very fancy. 16 Google oh. reviews. Oh. Oh, here we go. Anonymous Anonymous. Two weeks ago, I reported Laura Alexander and they protected the teacher and wouldn't listen to me. I remember a lovely lady named Katrina and Ange. Both lovely workers at the school and they both was very underpaid. <laughs> very Glenorchy. Uh, as they was the best teacher assistants ever came across. I was bullied, and Alex always ignored it to the point I attacked another student, and it all <laughs> built up to the leap. Wow. Whoa, that's a whole villain backstory. Uh, Andromeda says, nice school. I went here as a child, too. It's very nice. Fletcher Mace, that's a Glenorchy name. Not a bad school. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not a bad school. Wouldn't recommend. Donatella Official. Two star, three, two stars. Not too bad. Wouldn't recommend because I was severely bullied oh, here when I went to school and I heard lots sad. of other people. Yeah, this is a bit sad. We don't want to. Sorry, bullying at Glenorchy. Cool guy gave it five stars. Was that you? Well, how did you know my handle? Um, this is fascinating. This is a new Oh, segment. I've been... That's what I've... All this time in Snug, I've just been reading reviews. Oh, Snug Primary School enrollment for me. We go. Who Let's we do it. Enroll? Is this yours? That's not your school, is it? Yep. Oh, Tasmanian government. Enrollment form. Let's see. Shall we enroll? We could enroll. Colin Hilding? Um. Oh, let's see oh. here. Oh, it's in a PDF. No, that's a bit of a shame. Anyway, uh, this is a fun segment. We're going to come back and do another one. I'm going to ask Niall some more questions. So, um, you, you, you down with that? Yeah, dude. All right. Trying out a new thing, dude. All right. Beginning of this show, we had Sam on, who's still here. Hello, Sam. Hello, Benjamin. Now, you made a few phone calls. And, and, and do I hear a police siren in the background? Lavishly beautiful gentleman you've got. Is this Sergeant Porcupine? Look at you go. You've, you've lost weight. Hello, Your Excellency. Oh, hello, Ben. Wow, look at you. You've got grey hair, but you're, you're tanked up. Like, you're just... I, I don't rec- I might be in love. Well, I hope you're not in love with me. Well, I would never do such a thing, Sergeant, because I know you would probably frown upon that, but some of our listeners... We're not getting into that, but how have you been, Sergeant? It's... It's been a while. No, let's get into that, Ben. I think we should get into that. All right, well, do you have something to go off of me or what's going on here? Well, I'm the Sarge. I'm, I'm as straight as an arrow. I'm glad to know, but does that, has that, that hasn't changed in the five or so years since I've had you on. I always assumed you were that way. It certainly hasn't. Straight as an arrow. Did you get that? I did, as, a, as an arrow. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, you, you've lost weight. You're looking well. Have you been on a diet? Have you been exercising? Well, I tend to keep to myself a bit these days, Ben. I don't really... I'm not, not a member of the police force anymore. Oh, why not? 
Oh, I didn't like the way they behaved during the pandemic, Ben. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, pandemic, that's a whole other kettle of fish, isn't it? Like, uh, just didn't, didn't, what didn't you like about them in the pandemic? And, and, and what did you think of the pandemic? Oh, I thought, pandemic. Pandemic. Okay, all right. Yep, all right. Yeah, well, I didn't like the way the police police just carried out the rules of the uh, the or the, the, what the government was trying to do, you know what I'm saying? But, but you're a very strict man, Sarge. You used to arrest people in Lena Valley for dog poo. Like, you were, you were straight down the barrel under the act of the 17th Convention of Poo Act, and, and you, you didn't... Did you change? Did you... What happened? No, Ben. I think the whole world went mad. I just stayed the same. All right, OK. Well, good to know. One thing that hasn't stayed the same, your beloved Collingwood Magpies, Sarge. Congratulations! Yeah, love the love the Magpies. Is Dane Swan still playing? I, I I don't know. I don't really pay that much attention to the Collingwood Magpies. But you're happy. You're celebrating. I mean, bugger bugger him. What about what about old Dacos? The the both of them. Pendlebury still playing. Still side bottom. Michael Dacos. Is that his name? I think his name's Frank. Maybe. No, what's his name? The old there's jo- oh, Peter. Peter, that's him. No, his sons, Josh and. The other one. Oh, no, I don't recognise them. I only like Peter. All right, just Peter. What, what about old Ginnivan, old little flog face? Yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of Ginnivan. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, yeah, he's got the most punchable face around. But they're the Premiers, Collingwood, Premiers. Like, you have a party? Did you go out? Like, what did you do? Oh, I drank about 500 beers, man. Oh, it's a bit of a slow night for you then. Yeah. Giving up. Uh, what night was it? Oh, about a week ago at the time of recording this? Yeah, I've, all, I've almost sobered up. It's <laughs> good to know. So if you're not a cop anymore, what are you up to? I'm a conspiracy theorist these days, Ben. Oh, professional or? Professional. How does one become a professional? Like, who, do you start your own business? I mean, do you go to professional conspirators are us? You just start telling the truth. All right, well, give, give me a truth bomb. What's the most honest truth you can tell me right now? And I'm very scared where this is going to go. All right, well, hmm. mainstream media, man, it's all a conspiracy. <laughs> all right, give, give me an example. Joe Biden, Ben. Yeah, the, the president, I, I, I think he's the president of a country that some people might live in. I believe there's a deep state behind him, Ben. Right. Okay. And 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 anything you want to add on that, or just that that's make your own mind up on it, or he's controlled by a deep state. Who who and who's in the deep state? Who else is in the deep state? Well, we don't know, Ben. Maybe Dane Swan. I doubt it. <laughs> too, too, not Dane Swan. Uh, people from Lena Valley. Possibly the Greens. Oh, the Greens! Oh, you miss that, Ben. Got to say, since you've lost weight, your voice has slightly changed. I think over the years, Sarge, is it the old age or the weight that you've the five hundred beers? You almost sound like random beef man. <laughs> random beef man, should we bring him in? Oh, have you got him with you? I mean, who else can you bring in? Toyota Hilux? You like? Beef? Oh, hello, random beef man. Here you are, beef. <laughs> You, your vocabulary is lessened since we've had you on. Is that all you can say now? Yeah. That's me again, bro. Oh, you tricked me. You wear similar clothing. 
Um, is that Nicky Louder with you? I haven't seen him in a while either. He's, I thought he was dead. Nicky, you're alive. Oh, oh. What's it like being dead, Nicky? Oh, very relaxing, Ben. I can imagine. Uh, what's the best thing that you can relax now that you're dead? Oh, it's supine, Ben. Good to know. Is that Max Walker speaking of dead? Hello, Max Walker, former <laughs> long-time bring. I don't know where these people are coming from. How are you, Max? Yes, hello, Ben. It's good to be back on the brink. Oh, you're looking fantastic, Max. You're be- better in death than life, to be honest. Oh, I'm feeling fantastic, Ben. Yeah, all right. Uh, you and Nikki hang out much in heaven? Uh, no, Ben, I'm not a big fan of Nikki Lauda. We don't like each other very much. Bit of a shame. Why's that? Well, he's Austrian, Ben. <laughs> That's we know. Only good people come from Austria. No bad people have ever come from Austria, have they? Well, Ben. No, I don't. I can't think of any. Can you think of any? No, off the top of my head, no. I can't think of anyone that's ever bad. Red Bull, maybe. I don't know. Have you ever heard of uh, Vitaly Petrov, Ben? <laughs> Do you want to get him back on the show? It's been a while for him. I think you should bring in old Vitaly, Ben. Where was that? Where is he? Is he there? Hang on. Maybe you should introduce him. Yes, Ben. Well, he's just standing over in the corner. Come over, over Vitaly. Yes, hello. Vitaly Petrov back on the brink. Hello, Maximus Walker. How are you doing today? Yes, well, Vitaly... I'm not doing too bad. How many vodkas have you had today? Oh, like 73. Yeah, only 73. It's been a slow day. I ran out of vodka. I had 74 bottles before breakfast, Vitaly. That's because you got the big moustache. It needs to take in the spirits to soak up the atmosphere. Yes, well, quite right, Vitaly. You you need a fair bit of alcohol to keep a moustache like this one going. In Russia, we're not allowed to grow a moustache. You get shot. and that if You only grow a moustache when you invade foreign country. Show you you masculine. So if you have a moustache, you invade country. Yes, Vitaly. What do you think of your man, uh, Vladimir? Are we on the record or not on the record? Uh, we're off the record, Vitaly. Go for it. I absolutely love him. He's fantastic. All right, we're on the record now. What do you reckon about him? He's absolutely fantastic. I love him. On the record. Yes, both. <laughs> I have no negative. No one in Russia has negative opinion on Vladimir Putin. The man does no wrong. Uh, well, makes me wonder why you inquired as to whether we were on air or off air, Vitaly. I wanted to create dramatic tension and create a Russian joke. Ah, fair enough. Very funny. <laughs> uh, Vitaly, hi, Ben here. Um, where have you been for quite some time? I have been in Russia. Where have you been? Just around. Um, what do you think of Nikita Mazepin? He is legend of sports in Formula One. He got cruelly robbed. What do you think of Nikita Mazepin Nikki Lauda? Oh, Nikita Mazepin, a great driver. Uh, finished too, too quick in Formula One. I agree with both of you. Um, this is a lot of voices to comprehend right now. Sam, are you back? Hello, Sam. I am back, Ben. Yeah. Some um, incredible memories there. Some very large personalities. I think we've dug the bottom of the barrel for the comedy in this segment. We've dug below the... What comes after the bottom of the barrel? Collingwood. Yeah. Lena Valley. Mm, I suppose the ground beneath. Chigwell. Oh, yikes. (laughs) 
Yeah, maybe we yeah, maybe we dug down into the earth beneath the barrel. All right, I think we might bring you back in a moment to close out this episode, but um that was a, a yeah, an interesting segment. Ooh. We're back with the dude and um the dude and Poss podcast. Um I see you're the dude. You know what a dude is, right? It's a camel's penis. Well Is it a camel's penis? Is that what it is? This is what a dude is. It's like a if you call someone a um what's the the sheep's the poo bag on a sheep? It's like it's called like a dingbat or something like that. A dude, a man, a guy, dress up elaborately. What did dude mean? Individual for a male. Uh anyway. Maybe I, it's an urban legend. I've got a book here in front of me. It's called uh, You have a book? I do. It's called The Ben Waterworth. <laughs> You've story. changed. Q and A a day. 365 questions over five years. Are you ready for a long time? We're going to sit here for five years. Is this like the the official companion to the TV show? It is. Yes. <laughs> With Tony. What's Tony Jones? Tony, that guy, Tony. I don't have those 500 days. I'm just going to randomly 500 choose. 500 days? Well, no, I used to have a 500 podcast question book. I used to ask you some of those questions. Give me a date. Any date. Um... 16th of May. 16th of May. That's not your birthday. Uh, no, I so, didn't want to go the obvious. Right, let's go. What was your favourite day this week? <laughs> this week. <laughs> well, it would be bad if I didn't say not one of the, the two last days. Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can narrow down to... Uh, last uh, night when Ben <laughs> fell off the couch. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't love flying, so I guess it would be... Well, what today? I don't we? love lying. Uh, Definitely not the last two days. I went for a run, and then we... I read the Money Penny Diaries, and we... Uh, had sex. Oh, well, uh, ate, um, ate lunch on the table, ate, and yeah. then we went for a nice walk around the city. <laughs> we ate lunch on the table. Ben's got a table now. He's, he's very he's, up He's got two tables. Uh, so probably today. Um, not Monday in snuck? Monday. Uh, <laughs> you listen to no, I was about I went, to judge me. I'm about to wipe my nose with a handkerchief. I went so. shopping with my mother. What'd you buy me? Um, oh, I didn't buy anything because I'm coming here, but oh. I just thought I'd enter- entertain her. Oh. I love your mum. Quality time. Never met your mum, but anyway. Quality time at Coles. Another date. Another date. Give me another date. 15th of February. 15th of February. The question for that day would be, write down the cure for a broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to write it down? Um, You wouldn't know that. You don't have a heart. uh, Oh, that's uh, arsenic. Arse. Um, Arsenic. Uh, probably about a whole packet of crushed up Panadol. Yeah, that'll do. Give me uh, another date. Uh, that's a bit, <laughs> is that too dark? Is this a light-hearted no, no, radio no, no, that's, format? That's a bit humorous, actually. Um, <laughs> is this a light-hearted show? It's the brink. What are you talking about? It's hilarious. <laughs> this is why you're not on radio anymore. We're talking about... Uh, nearly, anyway. nearly 20 years of the brink next year. Um, uh, another date. 25th of December. 20, oh, what's that on a day? A torch. A, tor- a torch? That's probably going to say, what's the... Worst Christmas present you Did you get a torch for Christmas? Hey, don't mock my present. No, I, I, I thought about it. I enjoyed the torch. I thought torch would be good. Um, write down five words oh. that describe today. <laughs> table. Yep. Um, table. Table. Uh, rice. Yep. Yep. Uh, walking. Yep. Um, train. Yep. And... Coffee, coffee, coffee. Oh, coffee. All right. Ha ah, ha. You sounded foreign. Um, give me another date. Uh, the twelfth of June. 
What else? You don't want to do you should not doing your birthday. Do my birthday, but you don't remember my birthday. Uh is something in your way? Can you move it? What? Uh, <laughs> is this a choose your own adventure book? <laughs> if you choose to move it, what turn a question. <laughs> um No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm stuck. Send help. <laughs> this question. <laughs> this question in my Choose way. Choose another date. That's stupid. <laughs> this question in my way. Um, Fourth of July. Come on, do it. You're going to do it. We'll save that for the end. Oh, literally, is <laughs> blank space is funny. Uh, um, ben. Oh, I don't know. Like um, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he's pretty know. funny. Yeah, he's funny. Give me another date. Go on. Um, Ben is funny, but not in the way that, like, you laugh at him because he looks funny, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, that like, funny fucker!" Like, yeah, yeah. Thirtieth of February. I'm gonna twenty eighth of February. Um, I'm gonna isolate that sound clip. We said Ben is funny. Um, I'm gonna use it. Well, I sound very enthusiastic. Though. When was the last time you were sick? Um, I went to Borneo in June. And unfortunately, we'd been building up to this for the whole time, and I was sick the whole time that we were down there. Damn, so that was not fun. That doesn't sound fun at all. Um, yeah, and another fully sick all the, every day. Fully sick, bro. Um, another day, sixth of October. Sixth of October. <laughs> this would be one I've probably actually already answered. You can't read my answer here. Let's see here. Sixth of October. If everyone wants to buy this book, it's actually a really fun book. Uh, do you have any new friends? <laughs> I'm not going to read my answer. It's a bit sad. It's <laughs> the only one Ben's filled out. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not reading that. That's a bit personal. Thank you. Well, I thought Noah was my friend and then he visited me. I realised, oh, he's actually no. a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I haven't made any friends. I went travelling and I sort of made, like, friends but they're just like you probably never see them again but like nice to meet people well, but nice i haven't made any listening. friends this year definitely not in snack ever the roadkill keep going keep going, keep going. All right, i should do a quicker fire should i 19th of may 19th of may just because you see it <laughs> on the page uh what's the most creative thing you've done recently recently um this <laughs> oh i did that interpretive dance for you last night that was creative did you you were asleep, but I was uh, doing it. Oh, is that what that was in my face? First of January. Uh, oh, I guess I should answer the question. You probably uh, should. Um, uh, well, if I'm being honest, my creative oh. juices have not been flowing recently, to be honest. Oh, I like listening to your juice. I haven't written my name um, in it. This journal belongs to. That's a bit rude. Oh, I've been making my Korean uh, rice wine. That's oh, yeah? pretty creative. Do you still make it here in a... In yeah, a- I've been making it in snug, so I would say that's creative. All right. 1st of January. 1st of January. 1st of January. All right. So let's go to what is your mission? <laughs> Should you choose, <laughs> Should to, I accept? choose to accept it? Um, just make it through. <laughs> fucking deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking make it through. Put it on a t shirt. Fucking make it through. Make it through. Make, what, it, through. Uh, make it through whatever's blocking fucking me <laughs> from that other date. What date book. was that? Oh, I don't even know. Book you remembered any of them? Blocking me. Give me let's go five uh, more. Five more. Oh, this is fun. It is. Um, you do it every day? I mean, uh, you got the time? Well, well let's see. Um, March 4th. No, it's not on my birthday. Uh, it's all right. Do you know my birthday? No. Uh, March 4th, March 4th, March 4th. What would you like to ask your mother? <laughs> What's for dinner? 
<laughs> oh, there's too much. Um, oh, God, that's difficult. I would ask her... Um, <laughs> you single? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of something that I can say on this show. <laughs> Brent, uh, you can say whatever. Cunt dildo <laughs> vagina. Like, I mean, fucking why, go to town. Why are you not giving up smoking? Yo. That's, okay. not even, that's not even the deep. Sounds deep to me. Do my birthday, no? When's my birthday? March 18th. Bang. Oh, you got it right. Well done. <laughs> Write down a problem. Oh, that's April the 18th. Oh, fuck that. It's <laughs> a bit deep for my birthday. Australia's <laughs> <laughs> probably like, oh, why are you a dickhead? Uh, in three words, describe your spirituality. That's so wanky um, for my birthday. Fuck off, please. Um, why do you give me four lines to write three words? Is non-existent a hyphenated word? Yes. I'd say very mostly non-existent. Okay. Um, <laughs> Three more. The April 18th. <laughs> you're just looking at what I've got open. I'm just flicking through it. No, because you went to that Oh, I did, one, didn't and I? And you're like, oh, no. I have a very short-term memory. You should realize that. Uh, write down a problem you solved today. Um, problem solved. Um, worked out how to go for a run. Yeah, in I my figured out how to go for a run in a place I've never been before. Couldn't open my door. Um <laughs> <laughs> Figured out how to Uber eat. True, true. Um, that's September first. September the first. September the first. That would be my former co-host Anthony's birthday. Teacher or student? Is this like a sexual question, or like, <laughs> what's that meant to mean? Uh, Can I have both? Well, this is funny because I technically I am a teacher, but I would probably more say student. But. Like my profession, dude, I guess, is teacher. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you answer that? Student teacher. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah two more. Um, oh, I had the day. August 14th. August the 14th is going to ask you the beautiful question of do did you complete your to-do list for the day? You haven't done me this, yet. This book assumes I'm very more organized than I am. Oh, I love this book. My to-do list for today, I, I'm unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to do lists. Uh, yeah, I went for a run. I uh, ordered in ate a yummy dinner, and I drank a can of something, and I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, cool. All right, last one. Oh. uh, you pick one. Let's go. Just I'm just gonna open it up on a page. July twenty fourth. What's in your fridge? No, don't don't have a fridge. July, if you could hire any... Should we just do all of July? That's my birth month. If you could hire any artist, living or dead, to paint your portrait, who would you pick? Oof, David Bowie. David Bowie? Does he paint? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 I can't paint. Like, fucking do it, he David. He seems creative. That's good. David. Like the book. Fun book. You should buy it. Get one. Yeah, it's... It, it's very assumptive. In yeah. The, you have a to-do list and fridges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not uh, everyone has a fridge, man. It's been fun to have you on the show, Noah. We'll maybe do another segment for next time while you're here. You're here for another week, so I'm sure we can just fill another episode. So I would like to say it was fun, and You'd be I will. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> it was. Bye-bye. All right. We are closing it off for a, uh interesting episode. Samuel's still here. Sam, you're playing... Uh, Bit of F one twenty three right now on the PlayStation Five, and I believe you've uh, taken a bit of a wrong turn. Are we we're in Miami right now? Am I correct? We are. Yeah. So I'm I'm, pl- I'm multitasking. I'm playing the Miami track for the first time. What, what's your take on uh, Miami? I've just been disqualified. 
they're saying I've been driving the wrong way. I don't think that's fair. I was actually reversing out so I didn't crash my car. That's not fair, man. Racist against Max Verstappen. That is racist against Max Verstappen. That's not right. Just because he's Dutch, there's nothing wrong with the Dutch, is there? Well, if you've watched Austin Powell's gold member, you can ask gold member. He doesn't like the Dutch, but, uh, you know, that's... Uh, remember that? Remember he's like... He's like, I am from Holland, isn't this weird? And then Michael Caine, Austin Powell's dad, he's like, there are two pe- things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, the Austin, what's the other one? He's like, there is, that's it, I'm not getting into that joke. Uh, Austin Powell's Oz, coming soon. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you back here, Sam, on the brink. It's been too long. I will be back in Taswagia for Christmas. Ooh. So perhaps uh, we can we can do something then, maybe in the in the Tasmania universe. What do you think? That 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 would be very nice thing to do, Ben. Yes, yeah, so the New Year's Eve tradition is that still a thing for you at old uh, Fifalicious's house? Well, we haven't done it for a, about two years now. Oh, why? Why's that? Uh well, it's it's only it's only James and I now. Everyone's left us. What a what a, what a bunch of bastards! I know, everyone... Oh, I've just jump-started. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone, everyone... Everyone's left us. Everyone's moved away. Or you've moved away. And Stewie's moved away. And He's in Albury Wodonga now. There's a random place to go. The mecca of Albury Wodonga. Yeah. Are you yeah. more of an Albury or a Wodonga man? Uh, I don't know much about the places at all. Me neither, but I've got to say, I like a good Wodonga. Wodonga? What is a Wodonga? I have no clue, but it sounds sexual and I like it. Really? What if I offered you a wodonga for lunch? I I would probably tell you to put it in me. Put it in? (laughs) In my mouth. (laughs) Which, anyway. um, It sounds like a type of sandwich, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll have a a wodonga with a slice of bacon. Hold the tomato. Bacon, yeah. Wodonga on rye. Would you like cheese on that? I would love some cheese on my wodonga. Okay. What about an Albury? Would you like an Albury for dessert? Uh, that sounds like a disease. Yeah. I caught Albury when I went on my cruise to Cairns. Yeah, no, good call. Good call. Oh, what sort of disease would it be? Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that on this podcast. Um, any Before we let you go, before you go on this cruise, uh, anything else that we haven't talked about in this episode? I mean, we had many voices. Uh, anything else exciting in the world of Sam that you want to add on the brink? Because a couple of months, December... A lot can happen. Oh, little can happen. I have no idea. Do you miss the brink? Do you miss those early mornings of getting in on a Friday? Ah, uh, well, yes. Yeah, they, they, we were talking about this yesterday. They were the glory days, weren't they? They were the glory days when people used to listen to this show. Yeah. Both of them. Good memories. Good Actually, I, we had a clip on our last episode where we went back in time to 2011 for the grand final episode that year, where, of course, it was Geelong Collingwood. Geelong won that grand final, and you were very nervous, Sam. The morning before Geelong won their premiership, of course, ahead of uh, last year, of course, you finally won another one. But, um, I mean, what would you, you prefer the 2011 grand final or the 2022 grand final? Uh, the 20, 2011 grand final, yeah, that was good memories. Yeah, that's probably my favourite grand final victory that I've ever Really? Had. Even more than 07 and 09? 07 would have been a you know, burst the dam. I know it was a, a thrashing, but, you know, that would have, you got to experience your first in your lifetime. Yeah, it was a good experience, but it was yeah. When it came, it just came so easily. So on the on the day, I remember being quite nervous in the first quarter, but after that, after well five minutes into the second half, it was over. Isn't that like? Isn't that better though? Like even last year, you spanked Sydney. Like you, you kind of know. Like I, I would, like I was 
dying of nerves at the two finals this year that Carlton won, let alone that when we kicked with six goals up against Brisbane. Oh, my God, we're making a grand final. Then we did a Carlton and we choked. Like, I couldn't handle that pressure of a grand final if it was close. I'd want it to be either we're losing by quarter time or winning by quarter time, so I know. Yeah, well, well, they're all they're all special, the grand final victories. But uh, I have to say, my favourite was the 2011, because that, that was... That was icing on the cake. Though the most, uh, the probably the best, maybe the best feeling in a way was the 2009 Grand Final because the game was so close, mm. and and they finally they they won it and it didn't look like the whole game it didn't feel like they were going to win it and they did and that was just amazing it was so close yeah so that was that was probably the most powerful emotions because if they'd lost that one. You know, to be in the grand final three years in a row to dominate the sport for three years, only win the one, and only win one, that would have been that would have been heartbreaking. One of my biggest regrets in life, Sam, was two thousand and eight when I openly went for Hawthorne only because of Shane Crawford. And looking back, I still like my Shane Crawford, guest of this show, of course. But uh, given how much I dislike Hawthorne, and I still to this day, no matter how many times you've won a premiership, I still like the Pussycats. So uh, I, I, I wish in hindsight that uh, Croft could have maybe gone to another team and won a premiership that way. Yeah, yeah, 2008 was the one that got away, that's for sure. Well, I think you were, you were closer in 2020 in a weird way. That was a tight game until the last quarter. Yeah. With the Tigers. Yeah, they weren't too far off in 2020. I thought that... you were closer that year than 20, 2008. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Though that one, that one felt right. I think Richmond deserved it that year. I think they were just a little bit better than Geelong. As I said, but those I always think 2020, 2021, they're weird grand finals, aren't they? Because, you know, Gabba and Optus Stadium, like it's kind of just... I know they were grand finals and there were premiers, but it's just a nighttime grand final. They just felt weird, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, 2020 and 2021, yeah, they... Yeah, they don't feel like proper AFL seasons, those ones. Completely agree. Anyway, now that we've deep-dived that random little uh, caveat at the end, uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me, Ben. It's good to come on and reminisce. And as always, like, subscribe, do all the usuals, and I'm going to hand it to see if Sam remembers the closing to end this episode out. Sam, do you remember the closing of the brink to close us out? Keep sucking those oranges? Yes, and... Goodbye. Good night. That works. That works.